0: Hello, I'm Britt, and welcome back to Books with Britt. Today we'll be discussing the New York Times bestselling memoir, The Rules Do Not Apply, by Arielle Levy. I came across this book in the Dolphin Bookshop, an amazing bookstore in Port Washington, New York. If you ever find yourself in Nassau County, I I highly recommend checking out this lovely bookstore. In addition to books, they also have events and some jewelry for sale. As for Arielle Levy, she is a staff writer at the New York Magazine and the author of many nonfiction works. In The Rules Do Not Apply, Levy talks about her dream of becoming a writer, the freedom it brought her, and how that freedom disappeared in an instant. In the 90s, she moved to Manhattan to fulfill this dream. She spent her 20s working as an assistant for New York Magazine. During this time, she also started her career as a journalist. She reflects on what she reported on and what she saw in Manhattan in the the 90s and beyond. Additionally, Levy reflects on her childhood and how it inspired her to write. She decided very early in her childhood that she would like to be a writer because she thought it coincided with the woman she aspired to be, one who was free and in control. However, this memoir is not without its conflict. Levy is forced to abandon the control she seeks over her life after her devastating breakup. From a reader's perspective, the honesty and humanity of this book felt like a breath of fresh air. Levy is unafraid to dive into specific feelings she had at various points in her life, and why she had them. I think that the unabashed tone of her writing comes from her childhood, in which she found the blank page to be her companion. As a reader who grew up wanting to write, I related to this, and also to the curiosity that writing provided Levy. With a pen and paper in hand, she's unafraid to explore the world. One of the many trips she takes in this book is to Jerusalem to interview a conservative politician for an article, and whose opinions and ideals she seems to disagree with very often. During this trip, she is also able to reflect on the relationship issues that are occurring between her and her ex-wife at this time. Moreover, I like reading memoirs because I like to read about non-fiction stories that I may not have experienced myself. I'm not a journalist who has traveled to Jerusalem to interview the former governor of Arkansas, nor have I written about women in bars dancing in lingerie. Nor have I had such a troubling relationship experience. Though I haven't had these experiences, this memoir inspired me to think about where my writing will take me in the future and how it can uplift and educate the people around me and beyond. Also, from a reader's perspective, I liked seeing such an honest portrayal of love and love lost. There is a second part of this memoir, one that dives deep into into Levy's personal life, particularly about marriage, an affair, a miscarriage, alcoholism, and a breakup between her and her ex-wife. As mentioned earlier, this book is full of honesty, humanity, and bold writing that will shake you to your core. From a reader's perspective, I appreciated the excellent use of storytelling elements within Levy's memoir. Ultimately, that's what a memoir is, a nonfiction work that uses plot and narrative techniques in its in its execution. This aids in the organization of flow. Much of this memoir's beginning is is exposition, which is the inclusion of background information within a story, or in this case, memoir. This is done to give, a, to give us a sense of who Levy is in the story, both as a child and as an adult. By doing so, Levy defines the I of her memoir and establishes quirks and character traits. In other words, this gives the reader a sense of who is specifically narrating the book. For example, she discusses her childhood quite often and talks about how, in her childhood, she had a big imagination and hungered for adventure. Because of this, she loved when her parents read stories to her and ultimately loved books. Though it might not be a quirk, it still tells us of who Levy was as a child in the context of this memoir, and it sets her apart from how the reader might think of a child otherwise. A quirk from Levy's childhood is that she was always asking questions. Though she states this very early in her memoir, the reader sees this again in another chapter where Levy is asking her mother several questions about a male friend that the mother has. What's interesting is that we see this skill of asking questions transcend into her adult life as a journalist. Additionally, Levy discusses how, in her adult life, she's always anxious before a trip and before boarding a plane. Though perhaps a smaller detail, I often find that it, it, it is these smaller details that readers get to know characters, narrators, and protagonists most. This, lastly, this memoir spans a long time period in a short amount of chapters, but not once am I lost or confused. I admire the way that Levy is able to accomplish this task of making a memoir that spans her 20s and her path to becoming an established journalist, and beyond that, to her later adult years. I would recommend this book to any writer or creative who wants to read a memoir about a woman who's driven to succeed in journalism, coupled with an honest portrayal of a difficult relationship and breakup. Though I didn't touch upon the breakup or relationship much in this episode, it is still a rich and compelling aspect of the book that makes it worth the read. As mentioned earlier, Levy is the author of other nonfiction works, including Female Chavitist Pigs, Women in the Rise of Ranch Culture, which was published in 2005. This has been Books with Brit. I'm Brit, and I hope you enjoyed. Thank mm-hmm. you.